A new world is emerging. It is a new world order. There's a lot of discussion about what the, the new world order will be. We will be looking at what contact tracing looks like in the new world order. In the new world order. Individual carbon footprint tracker. The difference of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing, it changes you. We need not just to monitor people, we need to monitor what's happening under their skin. So imagine the applications of that, the compliance. To be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. This pandemic has provided an opportunity for a reset. This is becoming a pandemic of the unvaccinated. It's almost time for the great culling to begin. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. This is Connect Those Dots. Well, hello there, fam, and all of you beautiful little dot connectors out there. Welcome to another episode here of this humble little podcast, Connect Those Dots. And I am your humble little host, Joe Wakili, and uh, I got a really great guest for you guys today. Um, somebody that I know you're really going to resonate with, somebody that I know you're really going to uh, relate to, somebody I know you're really going to connect to. No pun intended. Really not trying to be a corny here on this episode of Connect Those Dots. But here I got Miriam from Moms on a Mission. Miriam, hi. Hey, Joe. It's really great to have you here on Connect Those Dots. You invited me on your podcast, Moms on a Mission, when uh, we met in Reawaken America tour in Las Vegas, and we really hit it off. And um, yeah, and it's it's really just great to make those connections and have uh, that that powwow, that expo, that meeting of the minds where we can all get together and feed off each other's energy and connect with one another and, uh, you know, really network, especially in these times, because it is an information war and information and hearts and minds and spirits and energy is really how we are going to prevail against the evil satanic new world order. Right, Miriam? Yes. And I'm so glad to meet you as well, because I think this is what it's going to take for truth to really be spread throughout the nation is for all of us to come together and join together and speak the truth in love. And that is how we're going to take back our nation. Amen. So Miriam, just let the dot connectors know uh, what woke you up, what got you activated, what really catalyzed you, what propelled you and, uh, just lit the fire underneath you that's told you, I need to make this podcast. I need to get the word out. I need to resist. I need to join in the the battle for the, for the minds of the masses. So sadly, Joe, I was like a lot of parents. I am a mom of a teenager and he's gone to the same Christian school since he was three years old. And I unfortunately did not do my homework. And I think a lot of Americans were like this. We were just going along to get along. We were living our life of comfort as much as possible. And comfort has become our God. And so I sadly just uh, didn't really know exactly what was going on in America to the detailed level I know now. And what woke me up precisely was COVID and the tyrannical 
policies. And sadly, that's the day I woke up, but I did wake up and that's the good news. And so for me specifically, what happened was in my son's school, they initially were extending a mask mandate. I went along with the first one because I did not know that the molecule was too small and that the mask would not work. I just didn't know that. But when I did find that out and they wanted to extend it past the city uh, mask policy, mask mandate, I said no. And I rallied a bunch of parents together. We got the policy overturned. And then I thought, okay, we're done. We, we've done what we need to do. And it's just so symbolic what's happening in the world today because we're not done. We, we win one battle, the next one's coming. We cannot sit down and rest. We are at a point where we are all gonna have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And that's just the name of the game. And so the next battle came, there was a discriminatory vaccine policy on week yeah. two that my son was in school. He just happened to sit next to the wrong person. And he was exposed to somebody who had COVID and he had to, quarantine, but his buddies who had had the vaccine, which I'll call a, an injection at this point, had the injection. Uh, they didn't have to quarantine because the CDC said that they didn't have to. And I came unhinged along with several other parents. We joined together and we fought back and we got that policy overturned in 14 days. Um, Dot connectors. That's what it takes, right? I mean, Miriam is boots on the ground. She's talking it and walking it. She's showing up to the schools and she's actually getting policy overturned. That's what people don't understand is if you just speak loud enough, speak your mind. I'm sure there's some other people that are having trepidation as well. And they are looking for somebody to catalyze them. They're looking for that chain reaction. They're looking for that domino effect. But if you never be the first domino to fall, it's the dominoes are just going to stand and it, nothing's going to happen and you're going to continue to get abused. So we can learn from Miriam. What, what really, so the mask mandates, of course, so that that's really what got you thinking, Hmm, something's weird going on here, but whatever, I'll go along and get along. But what was the vaccine uh, injection? Well, it, it was the, the mask mandate. They were looking to extend it for 14 more days because of graduation. Oh and God. I just was critically thinking, and that's what is the problem here in America is that our, our kids have been dumbed down. So they're not critically thinking anymore, but I was using critical thinking skills. And I thought, Hmm, the mayor knew that graduations were coming. Not that he is the God of all knowledge, but I just thought he's not an idiot. Really. He knew that the graduations were coming and he lifted the mask mandate. And so, and then I started diving in and then Joe, then I got really upset because then I found out the size of the COVID uh, particle molecule and that it's so small and that the mask cannot stop it. And then I spoke with a surgeon friend and found out that they use masks in surgery, not to prevent viruses or bacteria uh, from going through the mask, but to prevent water droplets from, yes. from falling out of their mouth into these open wounds of their patients. And I thought, exactly. If surgeons know this, then why are we doing this? And then the vaccine issue, the injection issue happened right after that. And that's when I was all done. Right. So it was like a double whammy for us. Right. So they're telling us to wear these masks that that we know don't work. You know, Fauci goes up there. Yeah, don't wear a mask uh, if you're vaccinated. But if you're double vaccinated, you should wear a mask. Uh, if you're wearing open-toed sandals on Thursdays, I would recommend that you double wear a mask. But you, you could wear a cloth over your face. If you wear a cloth, it works exactly as a mask. So it's a bunch of nonsense. And we're getting with all these confusing, conflicting reports. And then 
while we're like still dizzy from the whole mask stuff, they want to inject you with the, the vaccine. So it, it's almost like a one two punch, like a jab and a cross. You know, I'm sure you do. A, I'm sure you do a Thai bow or you go to yeah. some fitness class. They Every teach day. you one, two. You know, my, my, my wife does the same thing. So that's really this the sort of technique there with like really like kind of stunning you with one thing, getting you sort of off off kilter and then hitting you with the other thing. So you you have be you've become totally obedient to them, but you were able to see through it. And a lot, and like a lot of other Americans, you were able to see through it. A lot of international people. Yeah. You were able to see through it, but not a lot of people step up and make the choice to actually get engaged and get. And and that's what I want to say. The moms on a mission podcast was, was birthed out of this and the three pillars on which everything we talk about stands is educate, awake and activate. And it's, a lot of Americans don't even know what an ESG is, or they don't know maybe about CBDCs. They don't know. They don't even know the name of Klaus Schwab. I actually asked my husband the other day, I said, do your friends know who Klaus Schwab is or do they know of him? Do they know about Yuval mm-hmm. Noah Harari? And he's like, oh, no, no, yeah. they don't know. And Nobody so knows. that's our job is to educate that oh, that awakens people. They become awake, but then we need to activate. Then we need to do something and we need to do something that is in our circle that we have power over, whether that is if you have little kids and you're going on play dates with other parents, you can talk to them, but we all can do something. And that is what it's going to take to save our country is that we all become active. Local action, folks. That's been a, a running theme here on Connect Those Dots lately with a lot of my guests really is uh, local action is, uh, is, is huge. It's important. It's for real. But you know what? Uh, you know what? To me, Miriam, um, you sound a little bit like a domestic uh, extremist. Um, the FBI uh, might think that you're a domestic extremist, uh, like right here. Another concerning revelation about the FBI. And I got another one right here. Donald Trump followers targeted by the FBI as 2024 election nears. So what they're um, sort of categorizing as a Donald Trump follower or a domestic extremist, uh, just people like myself, people like Miriam that don't want to have something forced into our body uh, that we don't consent to. Um, and people that don't want to get their little pe- uh, their little kids uh, penis chopped off at school, uh, kids of uh, people that uh, maybe not put the Ukraine flag up. You know, I'm not even that obsessed with Donald Trump. I might like him, but it's so strange that like they just want to equate everything to Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Miriam, how do you feel about the FBI uh, having uh, you and I essentially uh, on a list? Well, this is how they create fear and parents. They don't want any dissenting voices. They don't want any pushback. They want complete control over us. And really how you get to the heart of the nation is you get to the heart of the children. And this has been going on. I've discovered through my research over a hundred years when the Marxists came over from Germany and they, they started this teacher school and then they started public school. And this whole indoctrination has started a long time ago. And now Parents are not taking this anymore. They're standing up and they're saying, no, these are my children. They are not your children. They don't belong to you, Joe Biden. They belong to me. And they're standing up and they're saying, absolutely not. They're requiring transparency in schools. You cannot call a child by a a different gender and parents don't know about this. I mean, my goodness, Joe, when you think about it, kids cannot 
even rent a car until they're 21. <laughs> they can't get their driver's license till they're 16. They can't go to a casino because they're too young because their brains aren't fully developed, right? And so they're not going to make wise choices, but yet they can make a permanent decision to cut off their genitalia and to mutilate themselves before their brain is completely developed, but they're okay to do that before they're 18, 21 or what have you. It's absolutely ludicrous. They're trying to get to our children. They're trying to indoctrinate them. They're trying to damage them, manipulate them, harm them so that they can get to the heart of the nation. That's what this is all about, is they want to destroy America. They want to take away our freedoms, and they want to destroy our country. We are the last leg standing. And when America goes down, the world goes down. 100%. I mean, Miriam, you really just hit the nail on the head. You sound like a right-wing extremist to me. We got to put you on an FBI list. Oh, you're talking <laughs> too much logic here. But you know what? Um, We are educated, you and I. And you said it that they want to target the children because, you know, as with the small developing mind, obviously it's very, more malleable. You can indoctrinate it. You can program it. Yada, yada, yada. We say it all the time. It's it's amazing that we even have to have this conversation, quite frankly. But people like Hillary Clinton, uh, they want to re-educate you. They want to re-educate you. Hillary Clinton. Um, and she said this multiple times, but here's she's here is uh, Hillary Clinton. Uh, in just in time for Halloween, little uh, jack-o'-lantern pumpkin face over here. And uh, she's going to tell you that you need to be re-educated, Miriam. You're speaking too much logic here. And sadly, so many of those extremists, those mega extremists, um, take their marching orders from Donald Trump, who... Do you take your marching orders from Donald Trump, Miriam? <laughs> yeah, I talk to him every day. Yeah, <laughs> Has no credibility left by... Okay, Don, D Donald Trump has no credibility, apparently. He was just the president for four years and did an incredible job, and everybody was prospering in this country. They had nothing to complain about except for just manufacturing things to complain about Donald Trump. Now we're in world wars. Now we got people dying uh, from vaccines. Uh, now we got all sorts of things happening. We got LGBTQ. We got a wide open border. We got cartels. We got everything popping off. But uh, Donald Trump is the one without credibility. No, Hillary, you're the one without any credibility. Every time people see you on the screen they cringe so you want to talk about credibility well hillary clinton is a marxist i mean she follows that whole philosophy yes. which is anti-freedom anti-constitutional uh, republic this is what she wrote one of her papers on and she is definitely not aligned with the, the the freedom followers and the truth speakers and the truth yeah. seekers. And it's, it's a sad day in America when they have to come up with and create all of these uh, issues with Donald Trump, if you will, when she look at her and her email or 33,000 emails and they, they, she, they crushed her computer and her phone and they destroyed it all and nothing ever happened. I mean, it is absolutely a banana Republic. It's, it's ridiculous. It's wrong and it's evil. And she just should stop talking because she's definitely self-incriminating and, and talking absolute nonsense. And it's incredible how they gaslight you and try to tell you that you're in the cult and you're being puppeteered by Donald Trump. Like I said before, I like Donald Trump. Am I in love with the guy? No, there's not. I don't I don't I don't sit here and obsess about Donald Trump day in and day out like people like you, Hillary Clinton, like people like you, CNN. But they want you to be in a camp. 
Miriam, let's finish up this creepy-ass clip. He's only in it for himself. He's now defending himself in civil actions and criminal actions. And when do they break with him? You know, because at some point, you know, maybe there needs to be a formal deprogramming of the cult members, but something needs to happen. And how do you say? And sadly... So that's exactly what Hitler used to say. That's that's complete Hitlerian speak right here from Hillary Clinton. And it's nothing new for her. She's been saying this for years, Miriam. I don't know if you've seen this clip of Hillary Clinton saying that we need camps for adults. <laughs> we need camps for adults and it's going to be so fun. As I have gotten older, I have decided we really need camps for adults. And we need the kind of camps. What can you say about that phenomenon of the crowd cheering? Because you talked about Yuval Noah Harari and Bill Gates and Klaus Schwab and all these people. The only people that actually know them besides like our circle of like-minded people are people that actually attend their TED Talks and attend these things. And when they say these outlandishly absurd things, like you just heard Hillary Clinton say, you hear the audience applaud. What is that phenomenon, Miriam? It's funny you say that. I was just listening to somebody speak at uh, the summer uh, World Economic Forum, like basically the summer Davos meeting. And he was a gentleman from India and he was talking about CBDCs and how basically the government will have total control and that they can take things away from you. They can freeze your assets if they don't like how you've been spending your money. And and everybody in the room clapped. And I, I think to myself, a, the people are clapping, they're dumb and they don't know what's going on, or B, they do know and maybe they think they're going to be on the side that has the control. That is the only thing I can ascertain from this, but I believe people may be listening to her. Surely they just don't know. And, and honestly, as I've been telling you, our nation has been dumbed down over the last hundred years as it relates to education and the lack of critical thinking that is going on is so profound and so disturbing. That is why we've just become lazy. We become comfortable and Hillary speaks such crazy demonic stuff. And we're like, Oh, yay, that you're brilliant. And, and they're not even pausing to think like, no, what she's saying, do you know what that means? This is this. These are indoctrination camps. This, these re-education camps, they have these in China right now. It's yes. torture. I mean, people come out of those camps and kill themselves. This is exactly. awful what she's talking about. Absolutely that, awful. That's what she's talking about for us. That's what she's talking about for anybody that would ever say they don't want to get vaccinated, that would ever say that their son is actually a boy, for anybody that would ever say, I don't want a completely open border, for anybody that would ever say, um, you know, I, I don't think we should give billions and billions of billions of dollars to Ukraine and other foreign countries for them to fight our wars while we have no infrastructure in here. And it just goes on and on and on. If you're for logic, if you're for America first, if you want the country to prosper and not get into proxy wars and not have corruption, then you need to be re-educated. That's what Hillary Clinton is saying. And she's been saying this since 2015. This is a clip from 2015, almost 10 years ago now, Miriam, and she has not changed her tune because just the other day she goes on CNN and says the exact same thing. So this is a wet dream for them. And of course, we can think about it like, what do we have all these FEMA camps for? Right. Why do we have all these FEMA camps all across the, the, the United States and they can hold millions of people? 
and they talk about camps. And then we saw what happened in Australia. Just had Maria Z on my show. And we're talking about the COVID camps for, for poor Australians that didn't get vaccinated or just tested positive for COVID. Oh no, it tested positive for COVID. Now I got to go to a, a camp. Oh my God. She's saying it just for your beliefs. Let's finish up her clip. Let's finish up her clip. That you all run. I mean, really, where, you know, none of the serious stuff. Oh, yeah. We're not going to put you in a gas chamber. We're not going to put you in the shooting line. We're not going to throw you in the oven. We're, we're just going to peer your eyes open and have you watch liberals and lesbians all day and BLM videos. That's how we're going to re-educate you. And then, you know, maybe we'll vaccinate you a few times with some of the good old Bill Gates none juice. None of the, you know, life challenge stuff. More fun. I think we have a fun. huge fun deficit in America. She's going to tell you what fun is. All right. I've had enough of her. She's disturbing. You know, Joe, what's I what's so fascinating to me is when you do just a little bit of research and you look at Mao over in China, you look at Hitler, the, the, these practices are nothing new. She's not reinventing the wheel. What they do is they marry a lie with the truth. And when they do that and you're not educated, you don't pause to say, hmm, let me know more about this. And you don't research. Then you discover that, oh, what's happening is that they're saying a name that's palatable, something that you won't reject. And then they just change the definition to a lie. Mm -hmm. So she's saying it'll be fun. You know, over in North Korea, Joe, they don't have certain words uh, like uh, that, that are, that signify something bad that's going on. Yeonmi Park is a defector from North Korea. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she says that what they would call when they were starving and, and experiencing a famine, the Chinese, the North Koreans would call that a paradise. Mm. And so this, this is the, wow. the strategies that are being used all over these, these communist socialist countries. And they're injecting these types of descriptions into American society. And the sad thing, Joe, and the, the unnerving thing is that if we don't pause and critically think through this narrative, we are going to lose. This is a war of narrative. It's fifth generation warfare. And General Flynn says it's a war of narratives. And what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to educate ourselves first and foremost to distinguish between the truth and the lie. And then we're going to have to act. Yes. You know, wars are always fought with uh, information and it, like that's, you know, so many World War II battles would just end. It'd be a bloody battle, bombs, death, hundreds of die, gore, everything you can imagine. Then one message gets sent through the beep, 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 boop, 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 boop. Oh, we got the message. All right, everybody stop now. So information is the ultimate weapon in war. And they, sell, they always say hearts and minds, hearts and minds. So it doesn't need to get physical. It doesn't need to get kinetic. It doesn't need to... um get violent. That's why you and I exist. That's why people like us are getting activated. That's why people like us really feel the, the fire in our soul to, to get engaged here. You know, I, I, I talk about it all the time. I, I felt the fire in me to not just sit down. Cause what am I going to do? What's the point of having all this info? What's the point of having all this ability to create a podcast? If I'm not going to fuse that together and create something actually here that can, you know, like maybe some in, inform some people, maybe reach one person. I know I say it, it's a, it's a big cliche. If I can only reach one person, but really that's how I started the podcast. Wow. Yeah. And, and honestly, that was what I did. I was reaching folks in my immediate circle 
who other parents who were going to my son's school and, and that was working and just spreading the truth about the injection, about masks, things of that nature. But really, when you think about it, Joe, if you can just reach one person and that one person reaches another person, I mean, through this ripple effect, we can transform this nation with truth. Yeah, like you said, it's it's chain reactions. It's domino effects. And um, I'm just going to switch gears a little bit, but not really switch gears because it's so pertinent to what the, the entire themes that we're talking about here. And uh, obviously, all anybody can talk about now is the entire conflict going on with Israel and Palestine. And um, Miriam, it's a centuries-old conflict. Okay, so it's been going on for years. It, it hasn't just been going on in the past four, three days. Okay, so it's been going on for years. And just like the Ukraine-Russia situation, I'm just going to give you my perspective on it. You may have a different one than me, but I do not have a dog in this fight. Just like I said before, Americans can't pay for groceries. Americans can barely pay their bills. Americans can barely put gas in their car. Americans are still being threatened to put vaccines in their body that they don't want to take. You know, we're still giving billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine. We're we got homeless and drug addicted people all over the streets. We got people that have no prospects. The country is falling apart, literally at the seams, culturally, economically, as many ways as you can see. The country is on a downward uh, spiral flush like a toilet. OK, it's flushing. We're watching it circle the drain right now. And we can't sit here and constantly get involved in all of these different wars, even if Israel's our biggest ally. Woohoo, we have our biggest ally. Listen, um, the Constitution was written that we do not get involved in foreign affairs. I know we've broken that rule a million times over at this point, but you know what? It was written in there for a reason. Because the founders knew that we need to keep this place to ourselves. We can't get involved in other stuff because then we're going to be the villain of the world. If we want to be the police force of the world, you see how everybody treats the police force in America. Defund the police. They hate the police. So how do you think the global citizens, they always used to love to use this term, global citizens, how do you think they view us as the global police? Especially when we have corrupt, bad actors like the Biden administration and the Obama administration before him, okay, and the Bush administration before them, constantly doing proxy wars, constantly invested in the weapons manufacturing com companies, Lockheed Martin, Boeing, you name it, okay? So they're invested in this. They, they have gains to get from it. And we're just sitting here slaves to it. And I cannot believe that I see people who are Republicans or whatever, right wingers, national extremist Trump supporters that are on FBI watch list. They're sitting there and they would never put a Ukraine flag in their bio, but they're so quick to put the Israeli flag in their bio. And I know, Miriam, I just went on a tangent right here. But how do you feel about this uh, kind of perspective that I have? Well, I agree. I believe that we shouldn't be in everybody's wars and things of that nature. I think the difference between Israel and Ukraine is a spiritual difference. I think that is where a lot of the conservative Christians are maybe putting up a flag of Israel instead of Ukraine. I mean, the Ukraine situation did not have any spiritual significance. I mean, I think it had significance for Biden because of all the 
the money that he's received from them and the business dealings that are going on there. I mean, there, there was an interest for him and his family to preserve Ukraine, but I, I believe personally that you're going to see flags and things like that uh, for Israel because of the spiritual significance of that. And let's just be honest. These things didn't happen under president Trump as much as people want exactly. to say they don't like his personality. I mean, you you could take Israel, for example. This would have never happened. First of all, we wouldn't have given Iran $6 billion, okay? So that, that wouldn't have happened. And then secondly, our border wouldn't be open. Inflation went, you know, you can say anything you want about his personality, but there were no wars or wars by proxy through our, our from our nation, from President Trump at the helm, that, that this just did not happen. And I just, I don't think that we need to obviously be sending troops over there and, and fighting everywhere because there's a reason why on an airplane, they say, first put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on your child. If you are not strong, if you are not healthy, you cannot help your child be strong and healthy. And it's the same thing for our country. If we are not strong, we're, we can't help somebody else. And in the state that we're in right now, we have a lot of wars in our own country that we need to take care of. Yeah. Internal wars, spiritual wars, culture wars, you know, degradation of the society. And the media is so sadistic and so calculated in what they want to show the public. We've we, we, we've been dealing with this Ukraine war for like two years. Right. And um, we haven't seen any battles or war or brutal videos in the past three days. I've seen hours of footage, essentially, Posted by all sorts of platforms, mockingbird media platforms and so-called conservative platforms and conservative influencers showing you the most brutal videos of you name it. It's despicable. It's disgusting. I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even I'm not going to show them to you on here because I'm not going to do what they do. They want to show you these shocking, brutal images to elicit an emotional response out of you to get you to think a certain way. And they're going to show you nothing but Palestinian Hamas just ganging up on uh, Israelis and innocent people. I think that's terrible. I think it's disgusting. I think those people are reprehensible for attacking innocent people. But am I going to constantly blast you at it? No, Miriam, I'm not going to do that to you, Dot Connector, because if I if I had a different perspective, I could show you something else. I could show you a bunch of Hasidic Jews in the Middle East throwing rocks at Christians and spitting at Christians. OK, I can show you a giant synagogue in Israel where there's where there's thousands of Jews, uh, Orthodox Hasidic Jews taunting Muslim people, saying that their religion is illegitimate, Allah's uh, fake, Muhammad is dead. When the second, when the, when our Messiah comes, he's going to wipe the floor with you. I can show you those videos too, but I'm not going to show you them because I'm not trying to elicit an emotional response out of you. I'm not trying to poison the well. I'm trying to keep you clear. I'm trying to keep you objective. I'm trying to keep you understanding. And as an American... You should want to care about your country first and not get all riled up by emotional, scary, disturbing images. So understand that, Dot Connector. Yeah, I think what we need to be doing is praying. And that's what we need to be doing is praying for our country, praying for Israel. Clearly, Israel is an ally of ours. And 
we care about what happens to Israel. And so the, the thing that we can do when we learn about these things is we can pray for the safe return of these hostages. We can pray uh, for the protection of Israel. So that's what we can do with this information. But I do like what you're saying. I do think it's important that we don't obsess on these things, that, that we do not allow ourselves to become indoctrinated with propaganda and and then instilling fear within us or heightening these emotions what we need to do is to know what's going on and then we need to pray 100% Miriam i think prayer is the ultimate weapon that we have especially in the spiritual war especially in the climate that we're in but i just want to give some perspective here because this war's been going on for for, for forever here's just some recent polls so this is an article from uh 2020 okay and this is an official poll here of the deaths and casualties of the U, the Israel and Palestinian conflict. And you can see that the Palestinian thing here is way more hefty than the Israeli. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm not sticking up for anybody. And I'm not condoning anybody. And I'm not demonizing anybody, okay? Any countries. I'm just telling you here, war is bloody. There are casualties. There's brutality. Okay, should, should we should we show the uh, on the media 24-7 when Barack Obama was dropping drone strikes on people's parties and people's weddings so that they can uh, kill one dude, but they end up killing hundreds and families and children? Should I show Obama saying, I'm really good at killing people? I got two words for you, drone strikes. I'll play those clips too. And I'll, you notice the media never plasters those clips. Notice the media never shows you how the Palestinians were being murdered by the, the Israelis. I'm not saying it's okay for them to retaliate and kill innocents, but you understand what I'm saying here, Miriam. And what's really effed up is the American response here. So we're seeing from Florida to uh, New York to Texas to California, people taking the streets and donning Palestinian flags and other people on the other side donning Israeli flags. And we're seeing them clash in the streets. And th th this is the other thing that we have to worry about. Just another thing now for Americans to be divided on. Yeah, that's what this is all about. I mean, this is the Marxist agenda just rolling, steamrolling through our nation. And that one of the agendas is to create division, whether it be through race, whether it be parents with children. Uh, this is just classic. And this is how you destroy a country is by creating division uh, in any area that you can. And this is just one of them. And we need to be aware of that and understand that we are being played and we need to respond accordingly. And that to me is through prayer and in the spirit and getting close to the Lord and listening to his voice so that when you see this, the, this, the TV and you see these scenes and you see these, I, I think it was the other day, there were some queer folks and they were holding up a Palestinian sign and they were thrilled about this and the loss of life. And it's just absolutely sinful and saddening and grieving to my spirit. And I, I know that it's a spiritual battle and we have to fight it as such. Yeah. I mean, look, look at right here. This is in the streets of Florida. Americans, you fled these countries to come to America and enjoy the prosperity here. Why are you now bringing your same animus, your old animus to the country that you seek prosperity in? I mean, I'm Lebanese. My my grandfather is half Palestinian. 
Do you think I'm sitting here saying, I rock Palestine? No, I'm an American. My grandfather wanted to come to America to escape all of this for a better life. We cannot be bringing all of this here to America. It's the ultimate psyop. It's just another thing for Americans to be divided on now, Miriam. Are, do, do, are you a vaxxer or an anti-vaxxer? Are you LGBTQI plus or are you not LGBTQI plus? Do you want to chop your son's dick off or are you opposed to chopping your son's dick off? Are you a climate denier or are you a climate activist? It goes on and on. Do you stand with Ukraine or do you not stand with Ukraine? Now, do you stand with Palestine or do you stand with Israel? It's just another thing now to separate us. Yeah, and, and we're just following suit because I go back to the fact that critical thinking has been lost, I believe, as a nation. I, I believe some still critically think, but when you think about the education that we have now compared to our founding fathers, the type of education they had, it's massively different. And now you can just see the effects of that. You can see that people fall for these baits and they just go out in the streets and they fight over something. Now it's Israel versus Palestine. Next month, it'll be something else. Last yep. year, it was something else. You know, it's just the BLM riots. Like you said, it, the list goes on and on, but it's all to divide us. And there's a reason why there's a saying divide and conquer, right? This is the saying. And as we fall prey to this and just fall into the trap that this is how they're going to just continue to destroy our country. So let, let, let's connect those dots real quick, Miriam. Right. So we just talked about the FBI labeling Christian conservatives as terrorists. Right. And we saw Hillary Clinton talking about camps for adults and reeducation and all this scary Nazi Hitler shit that she was saying. And then we see uh, what's going on in the middle East and we see actual terrorism. We see actual violence. In my mind, when I want to look forward, when I want to see into the future, when I want to understand where everything's leading, when I want to understand where that domino is going to fall as I see all of these dominoes falling, what it looks like to me is they're getting hot, they're getting people afraid. They're getting people hopped up. They're getting people afraid of radical religious action radical religion and they're showing you th the real horrors of radical religion that actually do exist so getting everybody pre-programmed getting the seeds planted in people's mind equate that to what hillary clinton just said equate that to how she calls you a radical religious extremist equate that to how she says that you're an occult of donald trump even though you probably don't even care about Donald Trump, but they will use that. They will try to parallel it to you to demonize you, even though you're not a radical extremist religious zealot. I'm not a radical extremist religious zealot, but I'm a threat to the uniparty. I'm a threat to the New World Order satanic system. So I guess against the satanic system, I guess I am a radical religious extremist. So with that, a satanic person like Hillary Clinton will label me as a religious extremist terrorizer. And that is how you get it. But you got to have the pre-programming of what religious terror and the brutality of it can be first. You got to have that fear instilled inside of you so it can trigger you with like a Pavlovian PTSD kind of response. Well, Joe, that's brilliant because when you do connect those dots, you can see that this is what happened with COVID. Remember CNN? Remember them showing us all the dead bodies in Italy? Remember that? 
Remember that this CNN dude was caught by James O'Keefe saying that they were intentionally trying to create fear in our hearts and our minds. And so this all happened before COVID started unleashing in the United States. So they had already set the table, so to speak. And we all were, I say we Americans, many Americans were fearful. And so they didn't go outside. They masked up, they became controllable. They stopped thinking clearly and they just did whatever the government, whatever the CDC said, they could have said, stand on one foot for five minutes. And that's going to protect you against COVID. And I believe people would have done it. I mean, that, that was the type of blind allegiance and obedience doctors and Americans had toward, towards the CDC and towards the government. And this is perfect. What you're sharing with this Israel Palestine situation, uh, Hillary Clinton set the setting the table and kind of priming the pump, if you will, this is exactly what happened with COVID. And now they're just using a different means to do the same exact thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I feel like I can't really help, but to like really just see how it perfectly parallels and the timing of it all is just so like creepy, quite frankly, especially as a Bible dot connector, like I know you are and Miriam, all we're seeing is just more biblical prophecy play out and um, it's just going to keep going. And what we're, this is just another step uh, leading to the return of, well, the return of Jesus, of course, but before the return of Jesus is we have to see the rise of the antichrist. And the way the Antichrist is going to arrive, folks, all right, he's going, when we say peace in the Middle East, you know who brings peace to the Middle East? It's the Antichrist. So it's really kind of morbid and sad to sit here and say that, wow, when we actually do reach peace in the Middle East, it's going to be by the right hand of Satan himself. And folks, do not be fooled because when the peace comes, It's going to be peace through control and control through peace. What do I mean by that? The Antichrist is going to be a charismatic, handsome guy. He's not going to be Yuval Noah Harari, little sniveling snake serpent man, okay? He's going to be a person that can actually galvanize people and actually get people to follow him and actually get people to get like behind him and riled up. So, and he's going to offer peace and he's going to achieve peace. But if you do not bow down to him, then you will be executed. I'll leave out all the gory details for you. You can read that yourself in the Bible. But if you do not give in to the Antichrist and his offer of peace, then you will be executed. And he comes bringing peace in the Middle East. So we're going to see a lot of strife starting now. That's what I'm looking at. I'm seeing a lot more strife starting. You can see the escalation is happening exponentially, Miriam. They're they're getting more weapons. They're getting more uh, fighting. They're uh, issuing more attacks. Israel just uh, said that they're at war with Gaza. So they're going to try and flatten Gaza. And we're going to see a lot of this strife. And it's going to be real dire. And then the Antichrist is going to come with the solution. Well, Be you can prepared. even see that with the the World Economic Forum. I mean, they're creating all of these crises across the world, whether it's economic, whether it's health, whether it's in any, you know, you look at the, the border crisis that we have in our country, but they're creating these crises so that yeah. they can usher in the, the peace, right? The CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currency. So that's supposed to help solve climate change. Yep. 
And and some of them so it'll, it'll help solve everything, Miriam. Yeah. Oh, so, CBDC is the answer to everything. Right. But see, you can't usher in. You couldn't have ushered in the injections until there was a problem of exactly. COVID. So they have to create these crises so then they can usher in these quote unquote peaceful solutions. But I would just like to transition or not transition, but I'd like to read from Matthew 24, six. It says you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Verse seven nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. And then I'm not going to read after that because it says you'll be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And we probably don't want to hear that, but tell them, tell them, Miriam, tell them, they need to know. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death and you'll be hated by all nations because of me. At that very time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. Verse 11, and many false prophets will appear and deceive many people because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold, but the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. I just got chills all over my body from you reading that, you know, it's that that's everything right there. That's exactly what we're seeing now, folks. That's exactly what we're going to be seeing. Be prepared. That's why I wanted you to read the whole thing because it hurts people's feelings. Oh no, I don't want to be persecuted. I don't want to be put to death. I will gladly face the the evil people and what, what they want, whatever they want to do to me. You know, I, I, I will not commit suicide. I will. I'll say that right now. I don't want to die. But if I, if 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 you want me to bow down to your satanic new world order, no, dude, it ain't happening. So something's gonna pop off. Something's gonna. We're gonna. Do, I'm not gonna do it. You know what I mean? And you can have your mark of the beast. You can have your CBDCs. You can have your surveillance under the skin, as Yuval Harari says. You can. I'm not taking it. And see. Joe, I, this is music to my ears to hear you say that because I'm 1000% aligned with you, but I, I would say three steps, three calls to action today for the listeners today would be number one, educate yourself. And obviously they're listening to you. And so they're educating themselves. That is critical. But then also we need to just create a little discomfort in our lives, you know, just get used to maybe it being warmer or cooler and just just get used to not being comfortable 24-7. I think that that yep. is critical. And then the third thing, the most important thing is to read your Bible and to pray. See, a lot of these things that are happening have been foretold in the Bible. This is nothing new what's happening. And it's kind of cool when you can read the last chapter of a book and you go, oh, we win. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be scared. I know we win in the end. And and when you read the book of Revelations and when you see what's happening, we are entering into the last days right now, folks. And when you can see what's happening and it's coming down the pike and you say, oh, yes, the Bible talks about this. Okay, but the end is not here yet. Okay, and and you're not surprised. You're not afraid because you know we win in the end. You know that, that Jesus already defeated the devil 2,000 years ago, right? So we don't have to be afraid. And then we can just start standing up and doing our part because 
even though we're in the last days and we're going through this, the Bible says to occupy until he comes. And so that's what we're doing. We're speaking the truth. We're educating. We're standing when we can stand. And when we pray and we read our Bibles and we ask Holy Spirit, show me how I can stand today. Show me what my part is in the solution. And then listen and quiet yourself before the Lord. He will speak to you and then you obey. And then you watch the ripple effect. You watch all the dominoes fall down because you alone stood for truth. What you said is everything. And all of those three things that she just said work synergistically with each other. Because once you get informed, you're not going to want to keep your mouth shut. You're going to want to get activated. And if you don't feel the confidence, if you pray and you say, God, please give me the Holy Spirit. Please enter me. Please use me as a vessel. Please just... You just, you just, I want to be there to spread your love and your strength. And I want to be a light in the darkness. You, the Holy Spirit will enter you and you will feel the confidence. And then when you finally start getting uncomfortable, you start to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. See, I never, I was always uncomfortable to talk with people and, you know, things with public and, you know, go on stage with Clay Clark and do impressions of people at Reawaken America tour. Now I'm you ready. You were amazing. You were know? amazing. You did so great. Thank you. I was afraid to go on. Oh, you know, what I, mean? I was afraid. I was afraid, but now I'm ready. Now I want to do it because I know there's people with me. I know I got people on my side. I want to be on this team. I want to be on team God. I want to be on team Christ because I look at the other team. I don't want to be on that team. I don't like that team. I don't like the people they got playing on that side. And I will always say this always non-violently because they want to paint you as a violent person. We are non-violent. We love God. We love Jesus Christ. I'm a pacifist. I don't like war. I don't support the Ukraine war. I don't support the Israeli war. I want peace. I'm an American. I want prosperity. That's what being an American is about. That's right. And honestly, Joe, when people pray and when they draw close to the Lord and they go to school board meetings and they start asking questions and they start learning at the end of the day, I'm a mom. And what made me act is when I saw my kid, my son affected by this stuff. And then the mama bears start becoming unleashed and you don't want to mess with the mama bear. I was just in Yellowstone last summer and they kept telling us over and over and over. If you see a cub, <laughs> Make sure you're really far away because yeah. the mama bear is right around the corner and she will take you out. And that is what you're seeing happening across our nation. I would love to see more dads standing up, yeah. but I'm grateful for the moms. And I am even seeing students stand up in Pennsylvania. There were, there are students in the high school. They enacted a, a trans policy where there is trans allowed to go into each other's restrooms mama and mama. literally a majority of the high school students walked out and they said, no, we don't want this. Well, guess what happened, Joe? They reversed the policy. They reversed the policy. Now just it's just guys just, and gals restrooms. But this is what I'm saying. That it's even allowed. Like, I know. What are but we did you think we have to define That's a woman, the thing, Miriam? That's the thing. That's the satanic attack. We're we're so busy sitting here talking about who can use somebody's restroom, something that you learn when you're a friggin' baby, and we're all glamorized and we're all hypnotized and we're all preoccupied with this stuff. There's literal death and discord and people like Hillary Clinton that want to put you in a camp. Okay, listen, they, they, they I mean, I, I'm, I'm getting a little flustered. I'm getting a little like a little hot under a collar. But really, like you said, the three the three things that you just said, 
inform yourself, get activated and pray. Because right. the more you do those things, the more you're going to become a warrior and a warrior in the information and more fortified in your convictions. I was just talking about this with Maria Z. It's like a muscle. You, and you, and if you don't work your muscle, it's going to get atrophied. It's not going to get strong. Praying, being one with the Holy Spirit, being confident in your convictions, getting uncomfortable. Just slap my yeah. mic away. Getting oh. uncomfortable in situations that you think are uncomfortable, you're gonna get more adept. It's like gonna be a muscle. You'll be able to bench more. You know, it, it's gonna you're gonna do it. Just just well, do it. Faith is a muscle too, Joe. And so when you sit there and you listen, you, you think about in your family, you could probably hear your mom's voice or your wife's voice. You could hear in a crowded room because you've spent time and you know their voice. Well, that is exactly how it is with the Lord. We know his voice. The word says, my people will know my voice. My sheep know my voice. We are his sheep. We know his voice. And so when you spend time with him and you just sit, pray and you read your Bible and then you quiet your heart before God and you listen, you will know, is that me or is that God? Well, you'll know because you spent time with him. And that is why it's so critical for us to stand. And there's nothing about in the Bible, there's nothing about uh, comfortable Christianity. I mean, all through the yeah. Bible, they hated Jesus yep. and he said, they're going to hate you too. But you know what? Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And so I think that's what is so sad about America is that we have this comfort Christianity and we do, we love everybody and we go to church for an hour on Sunday. And then we just live like everybody else the rest of the week. Like we're not different in any way, but when you think about it, Jesus hated religion. He turned over the yeah. tables and, and the temple when it was being disrespected. He was never silent or quiet when mm -hmm. truth was being eradicated. And so we're called to do the same thing. Incredible. That's Miriam, folks, from her podcast, Moms on a Mission. And if you want more just absolutely critical insight like that, you can watch her podcast on YouTube. You can watch her podcast on Rumble. It's called Moms on a Mission, and she is certainly on a mission. We're going to be at Reawaken America Tour this week. I know we got real morbid and really cut to the bone, but folks, really, this is what it's about, okay? We... On this sort of end times broadcast with my friend Miriam, I know she's such a super fun, bubbly person, but we really, we got heavy and she brought it and she brought the wisdom and you, this is what you can expect on her podcast. And we're going to be a reawaken America in Miami. Miriam, That's is there any last so words you want fun. for the, is Well, I would love for folks to follow me on rumble. That's my, I'm on all the platforms, but we have a couple of hits on YouTube. Cause if you talk too truthful on there, you get, you get banned every now and then. So we have two hits, so I only have one left there. So Rumble is the way to go just because it's uncensored. And so we have a lot of fun people on like Dr. McCullough. I've interviewed Laura Trump and Cash Patel and just some other fun people. But really, we just try to educate, awake and activate folks uh, as it relates to education and even health and wellness, too. Incredible stuff. Miriam, thank you for coming on Connect Those Dots. Thank you, Joe.